<laughs> yeah, there she go. Not this early and not after I've had Oh, I meant a doe, a deer, a female deer. Okay, I'm not going to do the a whole drop thing. Of golden sun. He will, though. I think he was going with the, the Stooges version. What? The D. Didikido. I can't hear you. The Stooges version, the D. Didikido, all that stuff. That's your turn. I don't remember. Memorize? That one you don't have to remember a lot. Yeah. You can just kind of scat that one and make it work. Sure. Some Scatman Crothers. <laughs> oh, I think we're about better time. You ready, guys? Always uh, ready. Right, you ready out there? I love this. Yeah. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock Live. Here at Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival 2019, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact-checked Indian. Oh. And we normally talk weekend geek, but uh, we have a lot less time. Usually our show is uh, anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours long, so we're doing 45 minutes today, so we're going to do a truncated version. Uh, but before we go into the show, i, I got to lay down a little bit of law, because Uh-oh. in the in podcast world, we are an explicit podcast, so if you listen to us out in the wild, it's, uh, it's a little bit uh, uh, foul on occasion. Fudge, yeah. Where it has to be. Uh, make up new swears. this is a family-friendly event, and so uh, we have made minor infractions in the past. I still... Yeah? Go ahead. I defend it. I still... Yeah? Don't think that's a swear word. <laughs> it is. All right. He's so, very PO'd about that incident. Mm-hmm. So swear jars won't work with us. So I've kind of figured out something that oh, would. Oh, no. I have in my hands a package of zombie Skittles. Ugh. If you're not familiar with zombie Skittles, these are the devil. We have an episode that we introduced these on the show that if somebody had some kind of infraction on the show, they would have to take one. Now... Most of these apparently are normal Skittles, except there's a couple in here that aren't. And they supposedly taste like rotting flesh. I think these two gentlemen each had one. Gentlemen, explain how it uh, tasted. They uh, are horrible. <laughs> I, 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 wow, that's horrible. like... Horrible. Oh, okay. It's like dead, dirty socks mixed with rotting meat. Okay, perfect. It was yeah. so bad, I literally had to spit it out in the trash can Kirsten gave me. And it, it was, lingers. It was, ugh. So if anybody swears, they must eat a zombie Skittle. Now, how many are in there? Um, <laughs> seven? Don't tell him. He's going to count. So do we know? There is it all zombie Skittle? Is it it's all like evil? Or is it pop. random? The it, world it's may random. never know. So it's, it's like life. It's going to come at you fast and before you realize it. You like that random chaotic stuff, Andy. I You're do, fine. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it in my mouth before. I'm not sure I want that. <laughs> Although... I got to say, as a note, this is mean. The fact yeah. that zombie Skittles came out in these little giveaway packs, and there are people out there for Halloween that bought these in bulk Ugh. to give to kids. Oh, look, how cute, zombie Skittles. These are going to ruin some lives. This is such a horrible idea, but... Bring back the razor blades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to do a segment on our show that we call Red Light, Green Light. Uh, red light, green light. I cast these gentlemen as executives in a 
television production studio, and I give them pitches of shows that are actually coming out to Netflix, to ABC, to streaming services, and then they decide if they're going to throw their uh, well-earned um, executive money to green light that show, or they don't think it's going to work, so they're going to red light it. However, when we do the live show, we do something a little different. Uh, we also cast you as those executives. So we'll discuss the shows as they are pitched, uh, but then we're going to throw the red light and green light out to you guys. So when we say, go to who here says red light, you're going to all scream. If you don't like the idea, you're going to scream red light. And I'm going to say, who likes green light? And anybody who likes the idea is going to scream green light. So let's give that a shout real quick. Uh, so everyone, let's just say you, this is the most amazing thing. It is uh, uh, Star Wars versus Avengers. Okay, and it sounds amazing. It's written by the best people. Only the best people. Only the best. Ones. Only the best. Huge. Ryan Johnson. Yes. Feige. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so who says green light? Green light. Oh, this is great. Perfect. You nailed it. I love it. Uh, before we start, though, does anybody have anything geeky they want to bring up? You, you only mention it because you have something. Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I just want to have it to the floor because this is All Geek right. Shock. I have to have it. Because right. my thing isn't really geeky. My thing, I've been haunted. Oh, dear. Well, um, who, who out there is familiar with the musical Miss Saigon? Okay. <laughs> the, the giggle is <laughs> all you needed to know on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> one or um, two. There is a song in Miss Saigon. If you're not familiar, it was uh, in the... Uh, early 90s when it came out and actually I think late latest of 80s and it is the story of a Vietnam vet that falls in love with a woman in Vietnam and the horrible tragedy it's based on M Butterfly Madam Butterfly basically and it's written by the same people that wrote uh, Les Miserables so it came in with a lot of pedigree. So, so cheery one, huh? Oh, happy, happy. Oh, it makes it makes Les Misérables an absolute happy comedy. Wow. <laughs> it, it, yeah, this this one's just dark. But there's one song in it uh, that is a confrontation song: uh, the girl versus the person that she was promised to marry by her parents. All right, and there's this a song called "What's This I Find," and it is the most insipid, boringly written, lyrically it is, uh, for example, what are some of the lyrics? You have no right to be here. This is a child you can't claim. I, you are, we were promised at 13, the woman I have become is not the same. And that is one of the better lyrics in is the it song. Badly translated from Vietnamese or? No, they're, they're not no that good. it was never translated. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot get this song out of my head. It's been in my head for three days. I even woke up with it. And does anybody have a solution for killing a song? I do, because John over here told me this yesterday. Please. Uh, you you want to get the earworm out of your head, you've got to do something that's too short to be stuck in your head as an earworm. Uh, Colbert said this on his show, and his, the one he uses is, by Menon. Okay. So. I'm going to work with that. All right. Because... Because when you have an earworm in your... You don't have the earworm of the whole song. You have a line or two, and that's just what repeats over and over again. It's fine for a day. Three days is madness. And Miss Saigon, three days, is absolute madness. Read a red pepper. Read a red pepper. There you go. Yeah. How about, anybody got a, a dried uh, Carolina Reaper? Take a zombie Skittle. No. That always does it for me. <laughs> no. Knocks it right out, I'm telling you. Uh, 
The one that I heard was that you you take a longer song, like one of the songs that's like four or five minutes long or more, like MacArthur and you, Park, and it, it, but a song that you know all the lyrics to, I and don't you know have to sing that Park. to yourself in your head. Okay. The one I like heard cashmere or something is like that. you just get a new earworm, the land. but it's Midnight one you like. hour is close at hand. Creatures crawling in search of blood. I just wanted to do that again really bad. You skipped the Because I told him uh, <laughs> this week uh, I watched the, the full 13 and change minute thriller video for the first time in decades. <laughs> Found it on YouTube. Boom, boom. The John Landis directed boom, epic. Boom. And start remembering boom, boom. how they chopped up the song boom, to fit boom. the video, and it's not what you hear on the radio. So, or now, I guess, on your streaming services, but I digress. What's a radio? <laughs> you yeah, know, what? no, what's a video? <laughs> Even better than Thriller is that wonderful making of video yes. of Thriller that you could sometimes find. It's, yes. it's probably out there on YouTube at this point, but it, it was like. You, you could like, rent it at the, the, the Blockbuster yeah. or your local video store. And it was, what, a half hour, 45 minutes at long? Least. It was okay. way longer than the it video. Was 15 minutes of video and then the half hour of how they made the video. Yep. And it's so much fun. And the, my favorite part is when he's, uh, Michael Jackson is dressed up as the cat person because it's not a werewolf. That's a werecat yeah. of some sort. And... Landis is telling him to scream in pain because he's doing the transformation. Right. And it is the most wonderful. Ah! <laughs> and it's, that doesn't do it justice at all. It's, it's, it's a great moment. So find it if you can. I, I suspect they dubbed in another voice for that. I loved watching Rick Baker do the, the makeup oh. effects because it just like that was one of the things that I when I was a kid, I wanted to go into makeup effects. That was one of the things that made me go. I want to do that for a living. And then I actually got to, in film school, work with a guy that was so good at it with like a really shoestring budget. I was like, I am never going to be able to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's always changed my mind really It's fast. always great when you work with someone so good they destroy your dreams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my favorite part was when John Landis tickled Michael Jackson. Oh, that's right. He was like, uh, Jackson, you may not know, is very ticklish. And he picks up his feet, and Jackson's like, oh, John. <laughs> and he takes off his shoe, and he starts tickling him. It's amazing. Find All right, y'all have homework. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is time for red light, green light. I have a bunch of pictures here on my desk. I'm going to read them to use, and you are going to decide if we're going to put a hard-earned money behind these shows, or if we're just going to let them go. All right? All right. Don't worry. Lots of people's careers are in your hand. Uh, mind you, we actually can't affect whether or not these shows get made. Right. These are happening whether we want it or not. All right. All right. First one on the desk. Here we go. Red light, green light. Netflix has signed on to create a new series based on Bone, a comic which enjoyed an enormously successful run in the 1990s before getting an even bigger book deal in the mid-2000s often named on best ever lists of graphic novels and the winner of the Eisner Award and more. Bone ran from 1991 to 2004 in its original comics form before being picked up by Scholastic's graphics imprint for a hugely well-received graphic novel series that's ended up selling more than 8 million copies. Bone combines a Disney art style and the character dynamic with high-concept fantasy tropes to harmonize the story of the three Bone Cousins, Phone Bone, Phony Bone, and Smiley Bone. Remember, no cursing, guys. Is this Jeff Smith's Bone? 
Yes, this is just with Spawn. As they go on epic adventures, quote, through vast, uncharted desert that gives way to a mysterious valley filled with wonderful and terrifying creatures. Smith is throwing his full support behind the new Netflix adaptation. He, he says, I've waited a long time for this. Netflix is the perfect home for Bone. Fans of the books know that the story develops chapter by chapter, book by book. An animated series is exactly the way to do this. The team at Netflix understands Bone is committed to doing something special. This is good news for kids and cartoon lovers all over the world, quote, unquote. Gentlemen, red light, green light for Jeff Smith's Bone. I enthusiastically support Shaved Pogo. Once again? I enthusiastically support Shaved Pogo. Shaved, okay. Yes. So, we're in, so, so we're asking for support of Jeff Smith's Bone and Shaved Pogo. This is not going well. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a green light. I remember how enthusiastic you were about uh, when reviewing the comic back on the old Ugly Couch show. That comic's this thick. Yeah. It's massive. He, he gave it like the highest Boys. endorsement. So, I'm, yeah, I'm green light. Sounds, All right. Sounds like fun. I'm going to green light because I want a double feature of Bone uh, followed by Bone Tomahawk. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, very violent uh, supernatural western. All right. In fact, an animated Bone Tomahawk would be great. Oh, jeez. Do it Spider-Verse style. Yay. Kurt Russell, Spider-Verse style. Yeah, I can get behind this. That's a green light, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bone is one of my favorite comics I've, I've ever read it's i didn't expect much because it does have a very disney art style at the beginning i was like oh this is going to be really really kitty but it goes into some deep awesome areas it's a well thought out story could we do a live reading at the library is it that far how out it goes or uh that would take a lot we have that's more no, no, time no, no, than no, we no. have i'm not asking if we're going to oh, okay I mean, I mean, in the explicitness. Oh, it's not explicit at all. No. Oh, well, yeah. then. Not no. that I remember. Not anyway. explicit then at it all. It is a kid's story. And, and I can almost guarantee that this library carries it. So if you wanted to check it out, you probably could. If somebody doesn't already have it. Oh, that's a, you know, we need to do that after every pitch. Yes, absolutely. Well, maybe not every pitch. But, all right, so we've got green lights across the board. So let's throw it out to our actual executives out in the audience. Uh, Bone, who says red light? Who says green light? Green light. It is a question. I, I might as well start it with that wow. one as, a, as the teacher because that was full on board. Everybody yeah. is on board okay. with Bone. Netflix. Wow. Good animated. on Jeff Smith. Yes. All right. Well, there were a bunch of comics out at that time that had sort of a cartoony style and, and had a larger scale. And that was one of the few ones I can remember actually finishing. A lot of them just ended after three or four issues. Yeah, they had this one. It, ooh, it's, it's massive. If you get it, it's a tome. You can hurt people with this comic. All right, all right. Let's see what we got here. All right. Next up on Red Light, Green Light. Freeform. The television channel Freeform is adapting Dante Alighieri's Inferno. Um, isn't Freeform the Disney yes. thing? Mm -hmm. Apparently, yes. But this time, it'll star a young woman in L.A., the show comes from the writing teams of Ethan Reif and Cy uh, Cyrus Voris, who uh, wrote Nightfall, and Nini Fiore and John Herrera, who did The Handmaid's Tale. The idea of the show is that Grace Dante, a, a woman in her 20s with an addict mom and a troubled brother, 
is handpicked by the devil to have a great time of things. But soon the deal goes sour. Imagine that. So Grace needs to journey through the inferno in the underbelly of Los Angeles, seemingly constructed in the same way as the Divine Comedy in order to set things right. So, there's your pitch. Red light, green light for Dante's Inferno, L.A. style. Red light. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound uh, interesting to me at uh, all. Not in the slightest. If, if they did like the original Dante's Inferno with the poet with going down, would, would, that, would that do anything for you? Sure. Okay. Good period costume virtual? and everything. That'd be awesome. Okay. But no, this sounds, this sounds horrible. It would make for some neat effects. It would depend on how they update it, because the original is basically um, Dante. Uh, he wrote it. He wrote it as if it was taking. I can't remember the timeline, but he's he's basically using it to talk about various political foes that are going to get screwed over when they die. Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of of personal dissing in that thing. It's, and there's it's, no possible way that could work today well, as i'm saying if you'd have, you'd have to update it so it's people well, i mean yeah I, yeah i'm actually agreeing with you andy because that version would be awesome if uh they just did all the political people who are gonna end up in that sixth circle are you saying you don't trust freeform to make that happen well it, it's unless grace is like a libertarian or something <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a red light from Jeff. I'll give it a tentative green. I, I, I really enjoy the source material. I've, I've, I've read all, all three of those books, so um, uh, they, they get progressively harder to read. Um, and progressively less interesting, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, what, how, how, how do you follow up hell with purgatory and make that more interesting? Right, right. I mean, get, don't make me wrong. He's not trying to make a bestseller. I get it. Yeah. But we're trying to make a bestseller of a show, so... Let's say this takes off. Do we yeah, continue no. that journey? No, you don't do purgatory oh, no? in Paradiso, no. <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, we, that one will be a cautionary tale about bulimia. Oh, jeez. So, uh, was that a, a tentative was green light? <laughs> tentative green light. I'm okay on that one. Yeah, that's a, I'm going to rattle it, though. Oh. Right. Um, uh, I guess I'll give it a green light. I yeah. mean... It reminds me of that one cooking show. It was a <laughs> cooking show. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was, it was. It that was, was the oddest non sequitur <laughs> I've heard from you no, in a while. No, no, no. It was this um, uh, Dante's Cacciatore. This red, this red pepper, <laughs> a red pepper sauce over pasta um, uh, called Inferno by Al Dante. Oh Jesus! Really? That's really. Hey, the laughing extended it out. It would have been a lot quicker, and it would, it would have been a quick punch and run. Stop humoring him. But you people preemptively laughed. So, you know. All right. All right. Um, I want to red light it really bad, but... So what's stopping you? The fact that I want to see the Inferno interpret, interpreted in a modern context. I want to see what they do with it, uh, and but I want actual big. I want it to end with a big three-headed demon devil that's eating people. If it doesn't end with that, I'm out. And the final level is ice, so it's going to be like an ice skating rink at the end. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. If that happens, red light, I'm out. <laughs> oh. but, but let's throw it to our two executives. Uh, the new Dante's Inferno. Who says red light? Red light. Red light. Who says green light? Green light. Ooh, the reds have it, but, yeah. but close. But uh, so we're, I win. We're, we're, you, <laughs> <laughs> we've been overridden, but I trust these people. And you're probably right. We've also lost a mother and daughter. It's probably my fault. <laughs> we didn't lose them. We know where they went. Oh. Um, <laughs> Where'd they go? Uh, out there. <laughs> They're out to see Spencer. Paradiso. They're um, out there. <laughs> <laughs> the Nether Zone. I'll, re- I'll green light that show. Yeah, really. I don't even need to hear more. All right, all right. Next pitch. Here we go. Red light, green light. Apple TV Plus. This is the new Apple streaming, it's streaming service. Streaming service? Oh, yeah. could, I can hear Matt's, Matt's not here. Yeah, Matt screams. I can hear him from here. All right. Okay. Apple TV Plus is developing a reboot of the 90s era show Ghost Rider. It's a kid's show from the 90s. The series involves a bookstore haunting ghost. Ghost Writer. Ghost Writer. Writer or Writer? Writer. Writer, okay. As in person who writes, you're right. I yeah. should really clarify. Yes. <laughs> That's where you lost me, too. I was yeah, like, my brain short-circuited. <laughs> I was like, didn't they just cancel this? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm seeing Johnny Blaze drive up into a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> that never goes good. That. Yeah, no. That <laughs> I would green light. No. And then a whole bunch of uh, you know conservative Christians get around and throw more books into the fire. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Apple TV Plus is developing that ghost writer. The series involves a bookstore haunting ghost that starts releasing some of literature's most notorious characters into the real world and four kids who team up to solve the mystery as to why it's happening. Uh, Gordimer Gibbons' Life on Normal Street director Luke Matheny will write and direct the series, with each episode hinging on one author's specific work, ranging from classic hitmakers to more contemporary writers like DJ, DJ McHale and Kwame Alexander. Uh, the original Ghost Rider ran, writer ran on PBS from 1992 to 1995 and also followed a quartet of teens who solve mysteries with the titular ghost writer. Uh, the reboot is slated to premiere on Apple TV+. Plus. So, ghost writer. Red light, green light, gentlemen. I only have a vague recollection of the, uh, the 90s series. I, you, know, <laughs> you, know, I, you could have stopped that sentence earlier. Um, <laughs> right? Um, but this actually sounds interesting. I'm going to green light it. All right. Is it aimed at kids and is it like educational? Is that the intent? Well, the original was <laughs> I can't make any promises for Apple. All right. So if we'll put it this way, which would you prefer? I, th- I think I'd like it to be aimed at kids and educational. And I'm not interested in watching it so much, but I'm interested in kids watching it. So I'm going to green light on that. Okay. Kirsten. Well, it depends. Okay. All right? I, I mean, if you have, like, your two kid protagonists, say, uh, Michael and Vivian, and they go out, and they run into, uh, say, Robin Hood, mm-hmm. that's cool, you know? But if they run into, uh, I don't know, Frankenstein. Well, it says most notorious characters. No, notorious. Well, Frankenstein okay. or Frankenstein's yeah, I, monster? Either no. one. Okay. When you Listen, think about they're it. They're both jerks. Listen. Frankenstein's monster is the son of Frankenstein, therefore he probably takes his last name. So you can say Frankenstein for the monster. I, that, that, that is official now. Agree to disagree. Oh, jeez. Wow. 
Um, yes, yeah, sure. Let's green light this and see what happens to those poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be a crossover with the Dante show because again, they can meet Dante Allegri and they can complain about the oh, remake. Wow. What about Dante and Randall? No, nice. yeah, we're keeping the kids far away from Dante and Randall. They go into a restaurant and order Al Dante. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I've never heard of Ghost Writer. I don't remember this I show remember existing it at all. Uh, but it sounds like something I would have liked. Uh, so I'm going to greenlight it because this is something I would like. It's books and releasing characters from books to attack the world and the kids must solve it. Yes. Sort of sort of along the lines of Wishbone. It was that sort of thing where it was educational kids. I don't stuff. know Wishbone either. What? How do you not know Wishbone? What's Wishbone? Wishbone was a dog that would, would fantasize about becoming various characters. And they do a whole... Uh, a half-hour version of some classic literature with the dog in the lead role. I want to cast that dog in the show. Yes. That sounds like Mr. Magoo. I remember Mr. Magoo. Yeah. I actually do vaguely remember I'm Wishbone. Old. Although after Andy mentioned Wishbone, now I want to see Bone Tomahawk with <laughs> Michael and Vivian. <laughs> you are obsessed this morning. Well, it's just all, you know, all this bone stuff come, he's, he's, coming He's worried up. about the Boneverse. You know, and... and I mean, that one scene, they're small enough they can slip between the bars and escape, so it's not like it'd be too terrible for them, as they're cutting that one guy in half. Oh, jeez. With the bone tomahawk. <laughs> All right, so Ghost Writer, let's send it out to our, our actual executives. Who says green light? Green light. Oh, who says red light? Oh, there it is. Whoa! You see, when the Lower show fails... in the darkness. Love it. The East German producer. <laughs> When the show fails, he will get all of our jobs. Mm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Red light, green light. This one, this, uh, this is for uh, Queeby. Queeby? Uh, Queeby, if you're not familiar, is a... Our safe word. Our safe word, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Queeby is a streaming platform that's being started by Spielberg and so on, but they're only going to do short films, basically. So the shows are going to last anywhere from like five to ten minutes. Yep. And, but have multiple episodes. They're, they're here to catch the short attention spans of today's youth. So, Queeby is teaming up with the Daredevil Collective Nitro Circus to create a new docuseries, Life Size Toys. The series will take some of your favorite toys from childhood and supersize them for adults before testing what they're really capable of. Quote, at Nitro Circus, you're never too old for toys, said Nitro Circus ringleader Tony Pastrana. Tricycles and rocking horses. I said tricycles. I said uh, tri <laughs> tricycles. <laughs> tricycles. Tricycles. Well, after they're done, maybe I want to try it. Uh, tricycles, uh, rocking horses all get pushed to the limit on our tour, but life-size toys raises the game. In this show, we have the chance to take some of our favorite childhood toys, make them larger than life versions, and go for the most insane stunts we can think of. Oh, please tell me they do a life-size version of Stretch Armstrong. That would be awesome. Uh, we can't wait for viewers to see what we've dreamed up. Uh, Nitro Circus famously staged record-breaking over-the-top stunts that have gone mega-viral online. 
this includes the world's first motorcycle triple double black backflip just outside a uh, triple uh, double backflip yeah in the uk they did this how do you do a triple double backflip it's it's a triple double lots of practice you Andy. put a hyphen between triple double and you got it so 10 <laughs> uh, and a backflip from one skyscraper to another that's Right. Nitro Circus. I also remember when they teamed up with the Impractical Jokers and broke one of them. Neat. Yeah, that was that was. It doesn't a, seem like that would be very hard. Uh, they broke uh, one of the guy's ribs, so he had to have Joy oh, Fatone like come in. Broke him. Oh, okay. The Joy Fatone, you know, in sinks. Yes. Joy Fatone uh, had to come in and run the race for him. And then the last guy, they about gave him a heart attack. Uh, they don't show that episode really anymore. And they, when they do, it's heavily edited because they did kind of a live version. How did they break his ribs? Um, Hammer? They, they were using uh, four-wheelers, okay. and it tumbled and rolled on top of him. Oh. Yeah. Those suckers are super dangerous. Yeah, so, uh, you know, put a bunch of comedians with no training and have them do stunts. Yeah, it's always a good idea. Okay, uh, you up for it? Uh, yeah. All right. Actually... I'm trying to imagine a dangerous stunt with a rocking horse. All right, so so if you like, 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 I, they didn't give any examples of big toys, but I've I've got a feeling like what like the big wheel. Remember the big yep. wheel, that big plastic tricycle that you had that brake that when you pulled it, it turned for two times really hard until it snapped off. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> it did break pretty easily. The, that one doesn't entice me as much as the green machine that had the uh, the the green machine was lower built and it had the uh, rear steering wheel. So the it was a back two wheels that turned. You could spin oh, that sucker out. I remember crazy. that. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna make big toys and do stunts with them. Red light, green light. Sure. Why not green light? All right. Green light for Queebies. Big yeah, toys. green light it too, but very tentatively. It's probably not a show I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> but you think it's going to make money, and that's yeah, what it matters. It's going to make money, and I, you know. Okay, right. you know. green light on the condition. I want them to do something with the Fisher Price parking garage uh, for the little people that I used to have and I loved. And I played with forever. You're treading on my territory, Kirsten. Parking is my thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? <clears throat> you had your chance. Stay in your lane. You just, you just, you know. What, what stunt would the, you have them do with this Fisher Price parking garage? It's their job oh, to okay. figure Fair it enough. out. Fair enough. There you go. Make that ratchet-powered elevator the, work. The, yeah, they got right? an elevator, and it goes up, and then the car comes down, and, and it fits perfectly, and you got to get some gas. Okay. The gas explodes. There's a fire. They got to jump over that. All right. So it's real life. Yeah. Teaches you real life. All right. I'm green lighting up, but he can't be one of the producers. <laughs> <laughs> All we'll right. Just, we'll give him the EP title, and then he doesn't have to do anything. All right. To the audience, this one goes. All right, executives. Who says red light? Red light. Who says green light? Green light. Yellow light. Oh wow. Yellow light. Oh, nice. We got we got the tentative one. Yeah. See, that's the one that's going to keep the job because that's, right. that's, that's we, the safe, safe hit. Yeah. Well, if we sweeten the deal, have it starring Michael and Vivian, would that get a green line? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Giant Weeble. With somebody inside the Giant Weeble. That's probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that I can definitely see happening. All right. Next one. Red light, green light. Dark Shadows. Hmm. The cult Greenlight. horror soap opera from Dan Curtis originally ran on ABC from 1966 to 1971 is getting a sequel series. Dark Shadows Reincarnation. 
The pilot will be written by the Ghost Whisperer scribe Mark B. Perry, who will also serve executive producer. Perry sees the new Dark Shadow series as a continuation of his existing legacy, comparing it to what the next generation did for the original Star Trek. Quote, as a first-generation fan, it's been a dream of mine to give Dark Shadows the Star Trek treatment since way back in the 80s when Next Generation was announced, Perry said. I'm beyond thrilled and humbled to be entrusted with this resurrection, and while I could never hope to fill Dan Curtis's very large shoes, I do aspire to carry them a little further into the future. The CW... Uh, which rebooted the 90s supernatural teen drama Charmed, is aiming to harken back to the original series. In doing so, Reincarnation will be a modern-day continuation of the Collins family, a reclusive, influential clan of New England blue bloods who've kept terrifying secrets for hundreds of years. While the setting will be updated, the original's dark and brooding atmosphere will still show through. It's also not the first time Dark Shadows has risen from the grave. Curtis himself had previously revived the series back in the mid-90s. And Tim Burton, of course, helmed the uh, lighthearted big screen adaptation back in 2012. So let's see some Barnabas Collins love. Red light, green light for Dark Shadows reincarnation. Yeah, okay. I, I, I enjoyed it when it was on. I didn't, Did you? I didn't, I didn't see the revival. Um, uh, if nothing else, just so we get to have Quentin's theme back on the radio. That'd be cool. Quentin's theme, you like that? Yeah. Okay. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that interpretation. Green light. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm. I'm. I'm hoping they keep the feel of the original and don't try to go the Burton route because that movie was terrible. Okay. Yeah, I gotta concur with that. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Well, it sounds like they are. Yeah. It's, I, it's, yeah. That's why I said, like, based on what you read, I would say green light. But you know, okay. we'll see. <laughs> Tipping our toes gently into the green. Yes. Oh, I think I'm, I'm green light. <clears throat> Always like Dark Shadows. The revival didn't do so great, although it did. Uh, one of the one of the actors in it was uh, Benny from uh, the Mummy, ah. the uh, the uh, George of the Jungle mummies, and uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser was George of the Jungle. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that about? Uh, yeah, you lost me too. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember Brendan Fraser's name, so I said George of the Jungle Mummies. Oh, we know what you meant. We got Andy should have okay. should have. Uh, I'm gonna open this. <laughs> I haven't said a single word. You translate for Andy. I don't think it works the other way. Because <laughs> then it would just come out as a giant mumble, and then we'd all be lost. Mm. Anyway, yes, green light and. Um, Look forward to seeing what they do. The revival actually tried to go the route of the Frank Langella uh, Dracula with kind of, you know, sexy time uh, vampire. Okay. So uh, maybe this one will go back to Collins, who was, you know, kind of Barnabas was creepy. Okay. So creepy. Creepy you know, Barnabas. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe they'll sparkle. I don't know. All right. So sparkling. So a family of vampires that and a werewolf and werewolf that's our machinations. Be, you know what? May, maybe if they made this kind of like Downton Abbey, I might be able to get behind that. That that little intrigue of the house kind well, of thing. Your, there's your elevator pitch. Yeah. It's Downton Abbey with vampires <laughs> and a werewolf. Run with it. 
If, if that's the idea, I can green light it. Um, but everything I've seen from Dark Shadows since the original uh, hasn't impressed me much. But again, they haven't been impressive forays. Uh, I'm, but I'm willing to give this one last shot. But if this one fails, I'm never greenlighting it again. Five times the charm. <laughs> All right. Gonna put a stake in that one. P thank you. Thank you for the wonderfully obvious joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Out to the executives. Who says for Dark Shadows uh, reincarnation? I can't want to say resurrection. Who says green light? Green light. Ah, who says red light? Red light. Ooh, that's split. Pretty good split. That's yeah. a split. Mm. Ooh. Then we break the tie. Yay. Now, I think no. that gets thrown no. to the Shock Monkeys layer. The Shock Monkeys oh, layer is okay. the Facebook page run by Michael Johnson, and uh, that's our, the Geek Shock fan page, and we usually break ties there. So we're going to let that happen there because that's hard to gauge. But, uh, but I think we all greenlit it up here. But, uh, uh -huh. but nah, you guys carry all the weight in this one. Some people are not liking our choices. We're now losing staff. Yeah. <laughs> Staff's working out. All right, here we go. We got this one here. Red light, green light. McG. Red light. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Most likely red, but I'll at least listen to your pitch. All right. Because you're kind of torn on McG stuff. He makes bad movies, but you like his TV shows. Uh he is a better producer, so if, as long as if he's in a producer role, typically the projects are decent. It's when he's got full control over everything, like he's directing and casting, okay. etc. Okay, well, that tends to be where he mucks things up. Give our audience some examples of some McG projects, some movies that he's done. Charlie's Angels. Okay, okay, that's a that's a thought. I Did, like that one. But didn't he also direct that one though? Yes. All right, so the original, not the original TV show, um, but the original movie, Charlie's Angels, the, that first reboot thing. So I'm struggling to remember the name. There uh, were a couple TV shows he how, produced how about, that were really uh, good. But. The Terminator 1 starring, uh, what, what's his face? Uh, the oh, Christian uh, Bale, thank you. Thank Salvation? You. Terminator that Salvation. That was terrible. Yeah, that, that's the one with the, the stealth uh, thousand ton robots, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sneaky. Okay, so let's see what McGee is up to. All right. McGee is developing a True Lives, uh, True Lies, the movie, TV show for Disney+. Plus. True Lies starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as Harry Tasker, a secret agent who keeps his adventurous life a secret from his wife and daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis and Elijah Dusku for the movie. The series doesn't have an official release date yet, so... Uh, McGee, True Lies, the TV show for wow. Disney Plus. Red light, green light. That's weird because Cameron's been teasing a sequel for like more than a decade. Great, he'll get to it in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Um, TV series could be interesting. You think? Yeah. I, I love the movie. I, it, it's delightfully cheesy, but it, at the same is? time, um, you could really delve more into that whole spy world. In a TV series, so it doesn't especially sorry. if it's li it's Disney Plus, so it's probably going to be a limited series. It'd be like say ten episodes. Possible, it is possible. So sorry um, about the spoiler on the twenty-five year old movie. Or uh, we're fine. We're yeah. fine. Um, doesn't he? His wife find out he's a spy during the movie. Yes. Okay. So are we? Is this? And is it this ends gonna, with her joining him in the spy trade. So is that's that, what is I that want. where it picks up, or does it? That's or does what it, I want. Or does it just redo the that's, movie? That's where why I was saying I think it would series. be. That's if why continue the gag yes. of him having to lie and, and be mysterious to his family. I'm not going to enjoy it because that's going to get old quick. 
Uh, I will green light if, at least in the pilot, the wife figures out and becomes his partner. Well, I was going to say, if they continued like for where the movie left off, like where both of them are in sure. the spy trade... That would, I think that would be cool. Fine. Because they'd have to constantly make excuses with like their neighbors and stuff of why they have to suddenly right. leave together to go do whatever. Yeah. So, I got uh, a feeling it's not going to be a continuation. Probably not. I've, I got a feeling they're going to do the movie and then continue on from there. I think it's going to be both. And it probably won't even be the same characters. It'll probably be like some other guy that's a member of the spa, that spy agency. Um, and then it'll, it'll take place in that universe, but with an entirely different set of characters. That's my guess, just based on... All right. So if with these possibilities in hand, are you red lighting or green lighting? Um, I'll give it a tentative green. I'd like, to, I'd like to see where they go with it, at least. Okay. Because there's not much else to that description. So, so. you trust the McGee. Um, again, as long as he's only producing and not actually <laughs> directing. And I'm reddling because I don't trust him. So. <clears throat> and can you Green if there's a partnership. Okay. Um, I'm red lighting. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the movie overall. No? Nope. Um, I barely remember the movie at this point. Um, and I'm sorry. I, I, those three letters, McG, scare me. They scare me every time I see it. Uh, it's almost like when I see Robert Tappert, I kind of shiver and have right. cold sweats. <laughs> and so I'm going to red light this because uh, true lies. I, I got enough. Yeah, no. Wow, we're split up here. We really are. So yeah. this, is, this is the proper tiebreaker. All right, executives. True Lies, the TV, uh, Disney Plus TV show. Who says green light? Wow. Who says red light? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes, indeed. That's Thank cold. you very, very, oh, very much. Oh, little faith. Cold. No, that's, that, that is proper faith right there. That is... That is My goodness. Don't, don't forget, these, these people's jobs are at stake. This is, this is company money. Company money. Our company money. And, <laughs> and our company thanks your company. Thank you for joining us for Geek Shock Live. And uh, this will be posted eventually. This is going to be one of our bank shows. So this will appear on our feed but we do this show every week, and again, it's an hour and a half Probably. to two hours of uh, the latest news in the world of geek, uh, good and bad. So, by the uh, time this airs, will probably all these shows will probably be already out and canceled. Right, it's very possible, very likely. But uh, we record every uh, Monday, and we put the show up every Tuesday. So join us, and until Tuesday, I am Master Torgo, '80s Jeff, Commander K. Back check dandy. Oh, geez, wow. Sorry. Man. I lost who I was. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. And thanks thank to the you. library for having us. And thank you for the Vegas Valley uh, Comic Book Festival for having us once again. You Absolutely. guys rock every single year. And uh, double clicks are coming up soon, so come see them.